Okay, okay. Hey, today is February 24th, 2021. I'm Don from First Team America Patriot Network. By Patriots, for Patriots, across all sides of the aisle and from all walks of life. Uh, we support liberty, but we also realize that uh, as, as Patriots and citizens, we have a duty to uh, support law and order. Absolutely. And, and uh, most of us, in fact, the majority of us do. And in fact, we're uh, big supporters of our men and women in law enforcement and the military, without a doubt. Uh, so don't listen to any slanderous terms by the uh, occupier-in-chief uh, claiming that uh, because we're anti-corruption, somehow we're now anti-government, which is completely outside the narrative and is not true. Uh, we are very pro-government. We're just anti-corruption. <clears throat> Hunter Biden. Anyway, let's get to the news. So all kinds of stuff today. Today I was going to do, and I'm still going to do, a very deep dive into the origins of COVID. We're uncovering even more hard data. I tell you what, with this uh, uh, attempts to censorship by big tech that's in bed with these bad actors within government, governments around the world, not just the United States, they're trying to remove stuff all online, quotes attributed to Kamala about Joe Biden are being deleted. All kinds of facts regarding COVID are also attempting to be deleted. Luckily, Luckily, in this case, there is such a paper trail that exists on the whole COVID issue uh, that's underway and will not go away probably until the end of our lives because now they are fully deep into this trying to uh, use this for a control effort. And we'll outline how and specific examples of how that's happening. One of the biggest things I want to talk about, which I just... Uh, saw today off of InfoWars. Uh, thank you, InfoWars, for uh, posting these. Wow. I have to say, I've always enjoyed my travels to Canada. Great place. Wonderful people. Um, many, many military law enforcement agencies I work with up there. Great guys. Really good people. Just wonderful to be around. The only problem with Canada these days is the, uh, uh, the, the family uh, Turdeau turdo uh that they have uh, uh diehard liberal daddy had it before he did somehow it's it's less like the bush dynasty down here now they got just turdo guy of course i know his real pronunciation of his name um i'm not going to give him that honor um he was a very leftist leaning liberal socialist and he's promoting things that are harming the citizens one of which is this constant thing to push and promote the mandate of masks as some of the idiots we have in the States do. See, I'm all for wearing a mask, but having helped design and be part of the launching of a chem-bio-resistant drinking reservoir designed for troops with actually a good friend in Canada, um, I know a little bit, but I'm no expert in any sort of a way, and I don't need to be. I just need to have friends that are and do my research. I'm an avid researcher. One of the things that even little old me realizes is these paper and cloth masks will not stop viral particulates, okay? You cannot show me data that proves that they are consistently able to stop, trap, and filter. We're talking about filtering. A paper and cloth mask on your face is merely a barrier. 
it does nothing to prevent ingress and egress of viral particulates. The studies have shown, and guys, we've got to have an adult conversation on this. This is getting just absolutely insane. And we've got the uh, crazies uh, making the rules, which they have no scientific fact. This is what's the most disconcerting, is that we claim to be doing things for the greater good, and now wearing masks are more for emotional compassion than anything that helps or prevents things. It's ignorant. If we're talking about bacteria, these masks actually harbor more bacteria, and the studies have shown that I have reviewed and researched and even the CDC had come out, and Fauci, that lying bastard himself, had admitted that masks wouldn't do any good. And it's true. The respirators that you need for this type of, of lab-grown, weaponized form of a coronavirus. Thank you, Dr. Barrick, UNC Chapel Hill, for starting up with the CHICOMs, U2, Fauci, and Obama. That's all public documentation. We'll go through that in a little bit. But those masks do not help in stopping Viral particulates, they actually harbor bacteria, and we've had a large increase of bronchial infections as a result because people are lazy. People are lazy. They're wearing the same mask. You probably are when you go into the store just to not have a hassle with the store employees. You're probably grabbing that dirty-ass mask out of your your car ashtray or whatever the hell it's at or in your coat pocket, or you you made one at home out of a T-shirt. Those do not do anything other than you complying with the stupidity of the mandate that somehow covering your face is making people healthier. Consider there's still no discussion on how to improve your health by exercise, vitamins, eating healthy, um, even CBD oil now they're showing. Cannabinoids are able to help boost your body's immune system. That's that's fact. Why are we not having that discussion and promotion? Okay, but let me get to the Canadian Tire story. I had to give you a segue into what it involves. What does it involve? What's the story? Well, a massless shopper went into the Canadian Tire store up in Burnaby or in that area of Vancouver. A really nice place up there. Again, if you haven't gone, uh, wait till after they quit it, quit the mask Nazism up there, uh, so you can go enjoy yourself without being uh, tackled and harassed for not having a mask on anyway so the guy goes into canadian tower tire and from what we see and if you've ever shopped at canadian tire i don't believe i've been into one but they're like a walmart and a uh a bass pro no offense to bass pro but that's just they uh, depending upon the location and they're throughout canada they sell a lot of sporting goods i think they even sell firearms hunting stuff because you know it's canada it's uh what a population of 28 30 million large territory so it's a kind of a one-stop shop probably even sell groceries anyway the guys videotaped in there there's five to seven canadian tire employees surrounding this guy not asking him to leave in any way i couldn't hear that on the video they're telling him to put his hands behind his back as one dumbass from canadian tire is shown lifting a pair of handcuffs to try to put this guy in so Part of and, and you can see that video on InfoWars. Again, go to InfoWars.com and you can see the video of this altercation with Canadian Tire and a maskless customer. The most disturbing part about this is the fact that masks don't work. There's no scientific data, but suddenly now people can assault you because you're not emotionally compassionate to wear a face barrier that doesn't filter shit. 
And suddenly you're an open target for an overzealous group of wankers that want to try to play cop. Anyway, it's Canada, so I'm not familiar with all the laws. I do know that Canadian LE is very good. A lot of great guys up there, a lot of great guys in the military. So not not picking on those guys at all because I don't understand the law, but I know people up there, they're good people. So, again, we're not criticizing the uh, law enforcement. So anyway, in the video, the guy, this is like a two and a half minute video. The Canadian tire employees do not ask the guy to leave or point toward the door. They're actually trying to make an arrest. It is, um, it's absurd to see what happens. The guy is screaming at one point in the video. You can hear a scuffle as the guy who was videotaping this goes around to the end aisle to be able to view what, what's now transpiring with three to four Canadian Tire employees straddling the guy, and one Canadian Tire uh, uh, employee is putting the massless shopper in an MMA chokehold, which killed Melgar. Green Beret Melgar was killed by an MMA chokehold. Okay, there's a seal getting charged on that one. As I spoke before, we'll cover more of that in the upcoming episodes, but... These MMA chokeholds have the ability to crush larynxes, as what happened with Melgar. And this guy is screaming, I can't breathe. He said, get your hands off me. I don't know what the Canadian law is with that, but I know in the States that a store employee does not have the right to touch you. Nobody does. It's it's just unfortunate that you have these dumbasses. These store employees trying to play Nazis. I had my own incident locally at a dollar store. Just had to go in and get a bottle of uh, of uh, WD-40. And knew right where I needed to go. And I had two employees get aggressive with me, two women, and get in my face. And, de- and demand to know what my medical condition was, why I wasn't wearing a mask. Anyway, I mean, it's just it's just boggling to see the levels that people are going to to try to enforce a mandate that they have no freaking idea of what they're trying to enforce or the risk it imposes onto healthy people. See, this is the entire lunacy with these this globalized effort to get people to comp- comply with the new uh, medical technocracy that we're seeing. Okay? This isn't conspiracy theory. This is fact. Okay, what they're trying to do is healthy people should never wear a mask to block your breathing. I mean, it's gone so far in North Carolina with a soccer club that my kids play at that it requires them to wear a mask when they practice. I mean, it's bullshit. Again, I'm not candy coating my language. This, If you don't like it, don't listen to this. This is just, you know, if you see wrongs in life, you see people being abused for things, nobody should be con- subjected to this treatment that the governors and these rulers are promoting private businesses do to private citizens. So anyway, you watch that video. It's greatly disturbing. So I called Burnaby uh, RCMP up in Vancouver, had a really nice chat with uh, the press officer. I did not catch his name, but he was very polite, as all Canadians are. I tell you, Canadians are good people. Um, I asked him the status of what it ha- uh, what he could share with me. He mentioned that the massless shopper was charged and released. I believe he was probably charged with trespassing. Don't quote me on that yet, but I'm sure it'll come out in the news. And he was also released, probably on bond. Uh, I did ask, I said, hey, 
you know, I know your laws are different than ours in the States, but anytime uh, store employees are tackling and using force against a customer, that's not often, often authorized unless that customer was trying to harm somebody in the store. Well, part of the narrative from the liberal media on this outside of the InfoWars, which broke the story, is that the man supposedly attacked the tire store employees. I look forward to that video, but I can tell you what my mind is thinking is that when they tried to put hands on him, he probably pushed him away. And defense is your lawful, God-given right. If you don't want people's hands on you, it's a natural instinct to push him away and not to let him. They could have killed this guy either by heart attack or crushing his larynx. So I did ask the uh, corporal there at the uh, RCMP, you know, whether the individual or the massless shopper had filed charges against uh, the store employees for uh, uh, assault and battery. And he said not not criminally, but that could, there could be civilly. So we'll wait and see. But, man, I had no idea I was going to be watching and covering something of that magnitude. Um, I, I got to tell you, if you're in st- if you're a store employee or an employee of any company listening to this broadcast, do not put your hands on somebody. You are not a cop. You're not a military person able or authorized. Nobody is to put your hands on somebody because they're not wearing a mask. You don't know if they have a medical condition or exemption that does not allow them to wear a mask. And quite frankly, there is no law. That authorizes people have to wear these masks. The only things the stores can do is refuse the right of service, which is discrimination. And I hope there's a barrage of lawsuits regarding that. But nobody has the right to put their hands on anybody in that capacity. So I'm looking forward to the ongoing investigation. I'm no doubt sure the RCMP up in Burnaby is going to do a bang up thorough job and uh, and and really present the facts. And you know, I, I have a, uh, uh, just to show you some of the lunacy from our side, which the Canadians have, have expressed regret with, uh, a good buddy of mine retired from RCMP and had challenges up there in Washington state. Um, well, him and his wife would love to come into the States to go shopping. Well, they stopped in McDonald's in Canada, entered the border to cross, was being interviewed by the U.S. Customs border agent who told them they couldn't bring in their McDonald's sandwich, which they were eating. It was, I mean, so, I, hey, I feel for you guys up there in Canada as well with our bullshit down here. Anyway, I just look at this stuff and I'm thinking there's no common sense behind a lot of this stuff. It's it's some bureaucrat uh, uh, mandate something without even having facts and actual scientific data that supports what you're asking people to do. We're going to take a real quick break. Look, your commercial could be here in this spot. You're missing out on opportunities to reach like-minded individuals uh, who have uh, hobbies and and interests that uh, your commercial should be here. And uh, you're missing out if you're not doing that. You're you're missing reader or viewership or or is it viewership if it's a podcast or is it listenership? Hmm, Interesting. Anyway, but you're missing out. So uh, if you're interested in advertisements, contact us. uh, from the website and from uh, we're on all the first team Americas on all the major uh, podcasting outlets and we'll continue to bring some good stories here okay so let's jump into the COVID hopefully uh, um, we're nearing some some truthful stuff coming out from the government side uh, it has been a big lie. This is like the Benghazi type 
lie. Uh, when Sandra Lying Rice came out and said uh, the Benghazi attack was due to a uh, a, a movie that the uh, Muslims did not like. You know what? Nobody should be vilified for their beliefs or for uh, or attacked for their religious beliefs. Whether I don't agree with you because I agree with this, nobody should physically put their hands on anybody, okay? Uh, because you disagree with, with the way they worship. Again, we might it might not be scripturally sound to our beliefs, but nobody should be harmed, killed, or or cut up. Because they don't believe. So here was Sandra Rice working for Obama, trying to stir the pot against Muslims. That's just awful. You know, she still never apologized for the lie. And uh, she kept that thing going when she uh, cost uh, several Americans their lives over there in defense of the uh, CIA annex. Anyway, so when it comes to proof, I'm no investigator uh, or, or law enforcement investigator, but I'm a researcher, and I've been involved in the capacity of my life with uh, export compliance, uh, uh, empowered official, uh, filing licenses, having to know laws by director of defense, trade controls, commerce, treasury, um, God, you name it, even state and local. I kept companies out of trouble by making sure they adhered to the regulations and did not break those. So this is important why I explain that. Ever since the WTO came aboard, they've worked globally. And hang in here with me. Believe me, all of this stuff adds into where we're going with the proof. Back to the back to the part about the law enforcement evidence. There's circumstantial evidence. There's physical evidence. There's digital evidence. I mean, there's all kinds of evidence these days. You have video evidence. You have uh, GPS evidence. All of this is evidence and can be and, and is often admissible in court. And able to be uh, used to uh, uh, charge somebody or uh, fine them and put them in jail. I'm going to walk you through how this information matters, why it matters, and why it's evidence that shows, drumroll, why this COVID issue, can sh- we can show factually that there was planning in advanced stages while we can't conclusively say about the release of this was deliberate, we do know that there are various things that have happened uh, that have been spoken in public by various bad actors and government and uh, corrupt government agency officials. You know, in fact, back to Canada, one of the neatest conferences I ever went to was on uh, uh, major accidents and um, catastrophes. A lot of great people attended that. One of the things you often think about when you hear about a plane crash, boat crash, or some catastrophic failure of some kind, it is 99 point whatever it was percent that it's not the result of just one decision. Not often there are multiple layers of bad uh, decisions and failures across many uh, people involved in these that lead up to that moment of, of failure, of cat- catastrophe. And that's what's happened here. So let's get back to this evidence. So back to the WTO when they, uh, uh, I was actually in, in Switzerland when there was a huge protest at, uh, when I was visiting my hosts uh, in the streets against the WTO. Many fears at that time, I won't get into what they were. But part of the one thing the WTO has helped with is what they call uh, uh, harmonized tariff schedules or harmonized uh, schedule codes for products. Because before that, 
it was an absolute nightmare for me in the export business to be able to have products shipped into various countries. My background was uh, uh, international sales, distribution, as well as domestic. And my biggest challenge wasn't selling the product. It was the hardest challenge was getting it shipped and then cleared by the customer because oftentimes the, uh, they had no idea what the products were and, uh, and how to clear them through and assign the correct uh, tariff or duty to that product. Stick with me here. This makes sense. So anyway, what the WTO came up with, I believe, just to be completely correct, that they had the major hand in it, along with their trade part or uh, logistics people who also helped and advised, was coming up with a uh, harmonized tariff schedule or, or tariff code system, uh, harmonized code of products that anybody from Timbuktu to uh, uh, the, NR, the South Pole could easily, if an item was being imported into that country, see based on that particular no, uh, code given to, say, blue jeans, they know that that was a cloth fabric consisting of blah, 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 pants, uh, cotton material, blah, blah, blah. And such, it would have a code that is giving to that to help them uh, uh, not spend much time trying to figure out what the hell is this, what's the, what's the tariff or import duty. Anyway, so here's the big thing. You've been told lies about this COVID stuff origination, and we're going to shoot all that stuff down, not in this podcast, but in future podcasts, because facts are on our side. Remember, when I said earlier in this podcast, there's a paper trail with this stuff. Okay, back to the code. So, there is a code, and this was found September 5th, 2020, September 5th, 2020, and it actually has partners listed below from the WITS, World Integrated Trade Solutions, website. It says on this form, and these are dated 2017 as being shipped. 2017. When did COVID hit? Q4 of 2019. Remember when everybody thought it was vaping? Okay, so these kits have a harmonized schedule meaning they have been given a number, and guess what they're called in 2017? Ah, You're not going to believe this. Here we go. COVID-19 test kits. That product number, test me on this, anybody in logistics. See if you can still find it. I believe they tried to change the name shortly after September 5th or 6th when this news broke, that they tried to change the name to uh, miscellaneous, miscellaneous medical supplies, but... In all their stupidity, they failed to change it in the bottom notes of the thing. So, COVID-19 test kits. That harmonized schedule is 300215. And it shows imports by country in 2017 from the World Integrated Trade Solutions website. I posted this earlier to some friends and I sent all this information out. One of the things that you have to do in today's age, uh, so you don't have a Breitbart moment, is you've got to get this stuff out, and you can't hold it. You can't build this up. You've got to get it out. You've got to disperse it. You've got to have safety mechanisms that uh, should you have a Breitbart moment, someone else can release that data immediately and get it out there because this is the kind of stuff we're dealing with. Um, We're dealing with corrupt individuals like Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and many others that are behind the scenes with him that are selling out this country and other countries 
for greater control of a few at the, at the detriment of those populations in other nations. Many listening to me here are probably like, oh, that's crazy. Or, or uh, oh, he's, he's a conspiracy theorist. No, this is all fact. This is all fact. And I'll do one up on you here. We know the Chinese bat lady was on site at UNC Chapel Hill in the timeline of 2013 or 2014, maybe even 2015. Yeah, we know that. We've seen the medical journal tests that the UNC Chapel Hill, Dr. Barrick and Menachery posted because I've already walked through that in previous episodes. That's marketing material for the university. That's money for future vaccine efforts and notoriety. Except in this test, in the creation of COVID, many of his of the uh, the doctors working on it at UNC Chapel Hill, which had a terrible rep, uh, uh, reputation in the industry, according to people I've spoken with. That's not me saying it. That's from what I've heard with lack safety standards. And in fact, if you look at uh, bioweapon or biolab safety issues, you'll see quite a few that this happens almost every day from door seals going bad to people not following procedure. Remember, accidents happen because there's a multitude of failures, not just one. Anyway, so this document, which we've posted, shows physical written proof that COVID-19 test kits are shown according to this website as being active as early as 2017 and 2018. Now, I want to talk about something here real quick that dovetails into this. I posted something the other day uh, on what I call death science. You're probably thinking, what is death science? Well, death science is not good science. There's good science. Good science is out there creating trauma uh, medicines and helping people and really trying to help. Remember, the Hippocratic Oath of, of doctors and medical professionals is first do no harm. Well, death science, I, I think the easiest thing is to think about Dr. Mengele from the Nazi SS, who was just a brutal demon. This man physically tried to graft two twins together as if they were a Siamese attached creation. That's how brutal this guy was. He would blind kids to study the effects of various things. I mean, it was, it's just so diabolical. That, to me, is death science. How is that any different than what we have here? Well, the connection is huge. First off, you cannot assume just because somebody's in a white lab coat and called doctor. Remember, Dr. Dr. Mengele was a doctor. He had degrees, certifications. He was an evil demon. You cannot imply nor give instant credibility to somebody wearing a white lab coat calling themselves doctor. Why do I say that and how can I back it up? Well, as I was researching this segment, I came across a, uh, as I was driving back, this is in USA Today. Okay, here's the source it's from. And I want you to look at this for all you doubters out there that want to say, who did we talk about? Okay, the USA Today is dated February 18, 2021. And here's what it says. Here's the headline I want you to look at. Vaccine distrust rooted in abuse. It's called vaccine distrust is rooted or rooted in abuse. And it says under the second line, history of black people targeted by experiments. So I pulled this aside because I, I don't normally read this trash, but sometimes I have to. 
because it's a very liberal paper. But in this particular example, they nail it. I, I just hope that journalism can return. That's what got me going with this podcast because I don't filter anything, as you can tell with my choice of words, and I'm not proud of that, but that's just what it is. It's my broadcast. You know, I can't turn the channel. Um, anyway, no, I hope you stay and subscribe and share it. Uh, so here's what happened. In Tuskegee, Alabama, science, bad science, decided that somehow they discovered there was a rash of syphilis in this area amongst sharecroppers. I'm not going to read you the article. I'm not going to go through everything. I want you to do the research. In today's media, you cannot get the truth unless you find it yourself and you seek it and you test it and you pull multiple sources. But this is, is true here. Anyway, it talks about how blacks have a great distrust for medical doctors and science. And I don't blame them. I mean, Virginia and North Carolina recently settled a few years back death science stuff that dealt with eugenics and the forced sterilization of people they viewed as undesirable. See, eugenics hasn't ended. It continues to this day. And I I have to give you that information because most people think that, oh, he's wearing a white lab coat. He's harmless. Fauci's a a demon in my opinion. And I'll get to that more because he's the sponsor and the one who's been at that position or involved in health and human services since 1968. It's time to to retire him and let him go on his own way instead of – Uh, revisiting the crime scene and having fun with this. But anyway, back to the Tuskegee Institute. Uh, What happened here was they came up with with what was called the Tuskegee Syphilis Study in which four, four, listen to this, 400 sharecroppers were denied treatment for syphilis over 40 years. These bastards, these science-promoting bastards conspired with local doctors to not treat these sharecroppers who who were infected with syphilis, even though penicillin was a known antidote during this time. They told the doctors not to give them that treatment and send them back to the institute, the Tuskegee College or whatever place was looking at it, send them back to them. You know what they did? Those doctors, those, those bastards did not treat these individuals. Their goal was to study the long-term effects of syphilis on the human body. I know you're probably thinking, oh, they're just sharecroppers. No, they're human beings. They don't deserve that. God didn't say which work was more important other than discipleship, right? God didn't say just because you, you clean bathrooms, you're less important than anybody else. Oh, no, no, no. God says the, the the lowest among us, as far as if we look at things from jobs, were greater than those that were rich because the rich were often blinded by their own wealth and felt they can save themselves. God never intended for those people that were sharecroppers to receive that treatment from an institute that promotes health. You look this up. You test me. Your eyes will be widened. Here's where it gets worse. Not only... Did they allow these individuals, these men, to remain infected, go blind, go crazy, and their bodies to just uh, uh, start working against itself, causing pain and other things? They didn't treat their wives. And the kids that were born to these sharecroppers were born with syphilis. 
I had one individual that responded to a post that I put up about to say, well, well, uh, these scientists didn't infect him with syphilis first. Oh, really? I haven't said they did, but how do you know they didn't? There's been a lot of uh, um, tests done on American people by these uh, uh, classified agencies such as LSD, all kinds of stuff. In fact, one of the old guys uh, that I knew told me about an electromagnetic experiment done back in the 40s or 50s in which troops uh, were actually uh, almost melted onto the ships. Um, I don't doubt that at all, given some of the atomic bomb tests that they did on soldiers back in the 40s and not warning them about radiation. But back to the story and how this transitions to COVID. This is just one of the many examples about how minorities and people are treated by science, by these bastards that don't care about life. They use the excuse that the goal of the test result supersedes somebody's health and taking care of them. That's what I refer to as death science. I want you to look up that Tuskegee syphilis study, read it, and share it. You don't have to look at the USA newspaper article. It's actually pretty good. It talks about yellow fever and a few other reproductive experiments uh, and the forced sterilization programs that occurred under death science. That's what I want you to understand if you walk away from this broadcast and you're done, is know that there's good science and there's bad science. There's good people, there's bad people. Good cop, bad cop. You know, um, it, it doesn't matter what field you're in, except the worst part with this example that we're having with COVID and uh, what I just read to you about the syphilis study is these are government agencies. They're taking tax dollars to kill people and harm them for the purpose of their own test results. That should never be. That should never be. But yet that's where we are. All right, so let's get into this. I'm going to have to do another one probably tomorrow on this. I don't want to keep you too long. We're at the 33-minute mark right now. Um, anyway, a group of German doctors. Doctors' voices are being censored. They're being cut off. Doctors are being threatened to, to with removal of their doctor's ability to practice medicine because they're disagreeing with the, the mass, the face shutdowns. There's no, there's no talks about herd immunity. I want all my... Uh, listeners in law enforcement, military, or government positions, you need to check yourself. If you swore an oath to office in the United States, your oath is to that Constitution. Above all, there is no constitutional mandate or instruction that gives anyone the ability to tell them they have to wear a face mask. Show me in writing. It does not exist especially one that does not work and cannot withstand the test of actual science to prove to us that that little cloth paper mask that you want us to cover our face with actually protects us and does not hurt us. You cannot prove that. You cannot. Show me if you can. I want you to prove me wrong. Anyway, back to that. So we talked about the evidence of the COVID test kits. I'll give you some more information. I was alive and growing up at the time when the Cuban uh, uh, Castro released his, uh, uh, his in- uh, asylums and prisons to come to the States. Do you, I, I'm sure many of my older uh, listeners will remember those, vi- those uh, pictures and video of people putting, taping rafts together, logs, coolers, old cars to try to make it to this country. This dovetails into where I'm going with this about the manufacturing and the planning involved with COVID. 
these people tried like hell. They weren't they weren't the most lawful people that, that most of them that came, but a lot of them that came are. And the Cubans population that we have here are more American than some of these liberal leftist leaning people, and we're glad they're here. But my point with that is is that those people that that tried to come to, from Cuba to the states went by any means necessary. Remember a few years back when the African migrant invasion of Europe by use of boats from uh, Libya, Morocco, Algeria, uh, into Greece, Portugal, France, um, you know, those uh, island nations belonging to Italy and Greece, or sorry, the island territories belonging to those countries. They were shown arriving in inflatables or rigid, rigid hull inflatable boats with mer cruisers, brand new boats. Everybody had life jackets. When you look back at the, at the uh, uh, Cuban uh, migrant wave that came through, they didn't have squat. I mean, it was a it was a dash ninety miles for freedom, and they went by any means they could. There was no scheduled boats. There is a work order somewhere out there. And I'd love that if you knew who made those boats that were used by the migrants claiming to be escaping persecution in these brand new boats uh, from Africa to, to the, uh, across the Med to those countries, that was planned. Those boats were stockpiled. Somebody placed orders, bought those boats, and staged those boats for that incident. Those, those poor people in Africa certainly didn't have the cash to pull in and say, hey, let's buy a 40-foot rigid hull inflatable with a 60, 40-horse Mercruiser on it with enough fuel and life jackets for everybody to cross that open med to get to the shore. It does not happen that way. And that's the same thing with the COVID. So here's the thing on the COVID. A bunch of German doctors, over 700-plus, have come out. And this is supported by more than 7,000 professionals, including attorneys, scientists, and teachers, stating the corona panic is a play. This is their quote. It is a scam, a swindle. It's high time we understood we're in the midst of a global crime. We certainly are. That's one thing I'm bringing to you that show me the truth. And until you can show me the truth, I'm going to test it and research it. Because I'm not believing it. Remember the big uh, uh, Spain, 600 medical doctors called Doctors for Truth uh, made a similar statement during a conference. They had nearly a million people out in the streets of uh, many different cities in Spain rejecting rejecting this medical technocracy. Um, World Doctors Alliance, one of the best um, documentaries, if you can find it, is called Plandemic, P-L-A-M-D-E-M-I-C, Plandemic. Why is the need for censorship necessary at this point? Who is promoting censorship? If it's not true, why would you care if people watch it? If it is true, you don't want them to watch it. That's what we, we should take from that. Anyway, the pandemic. See if you can get a copy of that. Okay, so what I mentioned before about the harmonized terror schedules, harmonized schedules, codes, millions of COVID test kits were sold in 2017 and 2018. Believe me, we're going to find out who was selling those, who packaged those. It's not just this. I've got data from several sources that that show a lead-up since the early 2000s up until 2017, 2018, when Fauci is on tape and is quoted as saying, 
unfortunately, Trump's uh, administration is going to face a pandemic. Bill Gates is also saying that too. One of the things you'll notice with evil madmen is in, in narcissists is they can't show emotion. They show the wrong emotion off, uh, often. They don't care if people are hurt. But these bastards love to tell you what they're going to do to you before it actually happens. It makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel empowered that they have this control. But know this. These people that do or that are behind this can't even keep this type of paper trail hidden because it's out there. I'll tell you why I know that what I'm telling you on the creation of COVID is correct, that it did originate from UNC Chapel Hill, sponsored by a grant that Fauci's NIH, CDC, USAID, uh, another outreach of Fauci's corrupt health institute that does with the infectious diseases, and then the Chinese Institute of Virology all partnered together to insert bat DNA or the, the horseshoe bat virus in with SARS and MERS. There's some that even say that there is a HIV material that's into this thing. So I've got this data. You can find it. You look at the world integration. Uh, if you look at my website, I'll post some of this stuff. Fauci's own record is actually guaranteeing a pandemic within the next two years when he made that statement. They even had pictures of, of that thing. Bill, Bill Gates did a TED Talk and had a picture of what everybody, all the media, lamestream media is shown as the coronavirus, COVID-19 virus. He had that before. In 2017, that's when Fauci made that prediction. I want to go back, especially for my feds that are listening. You guys should be all over this. This is a crime against humanity from global proportions. The Chinese bat doctor, and I'll tell you what, you proved me wrong on this, but you guys need to be looking into this. I know, I know that the Chinese bat doctor and her associate, and as well as the other Switzerland uh, or, or European scientist who was at UNC Chapel Hill during this, he might not have required a work visa. But I guarantee you, based upon USML, United States Munition List, Category 14, I believe, dealing with toxicological substances, would have required a paper trail of immense proportions. Not only that, the partnership with bringing in a Chinese scientist, two of them, Dr. Sheng Lei, whatever the hell her name is, bringing her stateside to UNC Chapel Hill would have required... Uh, uh, several levels of review and approval at the Pentagon, at Fort Detrick, NSA, Langley. I mean, you name it. There is a paper trail. Get off your asses and go look for it. It's there. I'm going to FOIA it is what I'm going to do. I shall ought to FOIA, that, FOIA this, and, and I'm actually going to plan to do that. There will probably be a, uh, a records fire uh, at that time, of course. But anyway, we know there's a paper trail. There's a documentation trail of documents submitted. Because anytime you're going to do this kind of stuff, they've got to dot the I's and cross the T's, regardless of administration. And Fauci's team, remember, he's been at NIH since 68. He's behind this stuff. Remember why UNC Chapel Hill published the results of that study is because they want to attract more science students to the university. The trouble is they were conducting a level four test at a level three lab and they caught such shit from their colleagues in infectious diseases who were grossly concerned 
that what they were doing was creating a problem in search, a solution in search of a problem. That the tests they were conducting were not naturally re- uh, occurring in nature, meaning the horseshoe bat being to be able to uh, spread that virus into a SARS-MERS viral strand or whatever the hell it is. Again, I'm not a scientist, but I do know, speaking to many and researching, it was nearly and statistically impossible for that to happen outside of a lab condition, not to mention the gain-of-function test mean, stay with me, everybody, means, the gain-of-function means that is a weaponized term to look at spread rates amongst the human population. They are also looking at the zoonotic transmission of that virus, which means spreads from animals to humans. Fauci has dirty hands on this. Here's the biggest thing I'd love somebody to, to do and look into, and I've got friends in freight and logistics, and this is why I know there's documentation. How was the horseshoe bat virus brought into the United States by China and the Chinese bat lady. You probably think, well, it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because guess what? Remember, whether or not it was it was yet mixed with the SARS and MERS, it's still potential a potential a pathogen. And pathogens under the USML, USML, United States Munition List, under the Directorate of Defense Trade Controls, and whatever else classifications they would be, whether it's classified or whatever, have to have protocols and procedures followed for the importation or exportation of those of those substances. So there is documentation of how those were brought in. Did the bat lady put it in her purse and just fly on the plane when she brought the bat horseshoe bat virus in? See, there's records of how was that brought in. They didn't have these horseshoe bats with that virus here in the States. They're not native to here. Remember, this bat lady studied bats the entire time. She knows about it. She was the expert in that. How did it get here? There's documentation. Again, if you're early and you're listening, you're involved with investigations for these things, you need to be asking these same questions. Your, your, your families are at risk as well. There's no telling what follow-on substances will be dropped upon the world by these evil bastards. There's no telling. They've already done it, but luckily there's, uh, we know the first one wasn't as bad as it could have been, uh, thankfully. But there's no telling what these guys are up to, and yet you look at Fauci. He should be in handcuffs and in prison. There should be uh, indictments. There should be a full, unbiased review of who was designing these programs, which occurred under Obama and Biden's term. Obama, to his credit, in 2014, based upon the urging and insistence of uh, Fauci and Barrick's uh, uh, colleagues who had concerns about the test, Obama issued a moratorium which supposedly suspended it. However, there was a caveat at that moratorium which allowed grandfathered research to continue, but yet those tests were moved to uh, Wuhan. In 2015, and that's when they also published the uh, test results. So, it does not matter what China did with it after that, to me, because we've been lied to to the government that the U.S. had no involvement. It is smoking gun fact they did. You can call this thing several different names, and in fact, uh, people involved in in epidemiology have mentioned it's not what you call it; it's where it began and what you were doing with it in the first place. That is why Fauci has dirty hands in this. 
So anyway, we've got that evidence that I mentioned with the COVID test kits. Remember, the, the point of this podcast was originally to show you the planning. As I mentioned with the migrant boats in Africa, don't be naive to think that, that uh, people aren't planning years in advance. When I say people, bad actors. I mean, nothing happens without planning. Take government contracting, for instance. Think about what it took to put those COVID kits together back in 2017, 2018. There was probably a organized effort to create them on paper before the purchase orders and the shipments happened. And I know it did. Because you have to, with government contracting, first there's a need, then you got to get the money, then you've got to roll out the budget for it, you've got to get it approved, you've got to have a plan, then you roll it out through contracting for requests for uh, bids and quotations and uh, proposals, and then it gets uh, dispersed, unless it's all handled kind of like the agency bringing in drugs across the border for the black things. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Barry Seal, uh, Biden, Honduran, narco trafficker deals. Uh, sorry, I had to say that. Anyway, so we got Bill Gates in 2018 mentioned a global pandemic's on its way that could wipe out 30 million people. I don't know what the hell Bill Gates, who um, who started at Microsoft, is now the biggest vaccine pusher across the, the world that's led to more harm and he's been blocked from nations because he's killed people as a result of his promotion of questionable vaccines. Anyway, so we have a whole timeline here that shows the the planning and the creation of COVID from its inception to the time it took to get the doctors from China here with the material to do this study at UNC Chapel Hill prior to being moved. We know that it was a accident or a deliberate release of COVID in China. And at 2019, they were still busloads of Chinese tourists and others coming into the U.S. and Las Vegas of all places, because I was out there then, and uh, uh, there was no attempt to to stop or throttle that back. China withheld evidence. Of course, the U.S. Uh, and Fauci pretends that, uh, oh, they're so startled. They knew what was happening. They absolutely did. All right, we're at 50-minute mark. I'm not going to keep you. I'm going to bring you back. I want you to come back here and listen to what I have. I'll make notes here where we were. But I do want you to follow that main story in Burnaby, uh, uh, Vancouver, at the Canadian Tire with the individual that was assaulted for not wearing a mask. I want you to question me and research the Tuskegee syphilis study. I want you to look at the Virginia-North Carolina government payout to the victims of forced sterilization. Uh, you might even want to look at Dr. Mengele. And dis- I'm sorry, it's it's bad to read, but you need to know this so that we can avoid this kind of injustice and cruelty to humans in the future. It's important that you do that. You have to understand that evil hasn't changed. The nature of man, uh, evil's fight is against against good. It's against good people. And there's so many more good people than there are evil. But unfortunately, the evil uh, people have a lot of control at this moment. Doesn't mean you give up hope. You got to keep fighting. Anyway, so look at that stuff. Then you can also look up, uh, you're going to have to use things outside of Google and the uh, compromised Silicon Valley sensors who have uh, been selling censorship software to China for years, uh, which has knowingly been uh, uh, harming them. 
and allowing the Chinese government to have even greater censorship power. So you're going to have to find alternate sources, DuckDuckGo, other kind of search engines uh, uh, are, are good to use, but you need to be a researcher. You have got to have a thirst for the truth, and you've got to share the truth with your people. Anyway, this is First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle from all walks of life and all nations. We aren't just limited to the U.S. because human rights and human dignity aren't just uh, uh, rights of Americans. Everybody should have those, and we support uh, a free, nonviolent uh, people all around the world. And so anyway, I'm going to have to end this podcast here. And we will pick right back up, but you can catch us on all the major uh, um, podcast outlets. Once again, this is Dono from First Team America Patriot Network. Have a great day. Take care.